Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What if? <laughs> what if just for like, what if we rented an RV and we like went up and down a coast, the, probably the coast we live on right. because that's closer. Yeah. And we just parked it at different places and had like a RV and that way we're not doing like public bathrooms or hotels and we're just seeing. We're seeing, sleeping in the RV. Yeah. Okay. But I have some follow up questions. Okay. You think you're going to like this? Oh, no. Hey, friends. I'm Kim Holderness. Hey, and I'm Penn Holderness. I'm related to Kim. We're married. <laughs> we're married, but not like related, you know, married. We're like, we became related when we got married. We weren't like first cousins. Do you think they cousins. thought that I was saying that we were brother and sister? <laughs> we live in the South, and there was like, a, a, there was a time, there was a thing, but we, okay, we're married. Yes. <laughs> This is going great, guys. Well, so, you know, this is a really organized part of our day that the podcast, we put our thoughts together, we write yeah. them down, we have like a really thorough outline about what we're going to say, except for today. And I have honestly no idea what we're going to talk about today. I'm psyched to have you here because you might have that answer. Yeah. No? I, yes, I, maybe? I, I t- we actually did talk about it. We did? Yeah. Wait, okay. when did we talk about so it? So we are, uh, this is our podcast. Yeah. Maybe you're finding us here, maybe you're listening to us because you saw some like really goofy parody song that your aunt shared on Facebook. And if this is your first time listening, I want to say welcome. Uh, We post these podcasts like every other week, every week. It kind of, you know, the quarantine is happening. It varies. We're we're, we're giving ourselves some grace. Right. And that's actually one of the things we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about kind of helping our kids cope with what's happening right now. Because um, probably if, if you have a child, their school year has been canceled. They've probably missed out on some big events. And they're probably, you know, there's some school expectations still happening. So we're going to talk about what we're doing right now actively to kind of help our kids get through this. Um, and, yeah, just kind of give a little update. I've got some observations about that. I mean, our, like, so our kids, would you say for the most part have been amazing in the way they've reacted to this? I would and- say, yeah. Well, I think a lot of the times when we give them this bad news, they process it once, right? And there's some sadness and there's some, they have some like real feelings about it. And then they go on with their day. And I think, man, these are some strong kids. They're just moving on with their lives. 
And then sometimes it circles around and hits them again. Right. So they, um, I would say for our children and for a lot of the kids in the community, you know, when we hear in our Facebook community, I think they are doing awesome. They have been resilient in ways that I didn't expect. They are just rolling with it in ways I'm so proud of our kids. Listen, it is not perfect. (laughs) There's bickering, there's fighting, there's tears. But it's they are doing it in a way that is very inspiring. And, you know, when we learned that school was canceled, there was, you know, for the rest of the year, there was some there was some emotion. There were some feels. Um, And every single day there are new questions that I don't know how to answer. And they are they're rolling with it. Again, our kids are 10 and 13 and bless those that have babies I will say, I don't. I don't know that I can even, except for that I am. I am thinking about you. If you have a baby right now, mm, that's hard. But at the age where our kids are, I think they're doing. It's been. They've been doing great. I feel like we're we're the lucky. We're among the luckiest of those who have parents or who have kids. I think newborns that would be really tough, right? Infants that would be tough. Toddlers still tough. Because there's a certain amount of monitoring and then you get into like preschool and then you get into that time when they're like able to make their own breakfast and kind of be in a room by themselves. And that's nice. And then you get to our age where not only are they self-sufficient, but they can probably like leave the house and go around and come back. So that's nice. And then there's like the, the teenage, um, which I'm scared of too. We're, we're, so we're not quite there yet. We got a little bit of Lola with that, but we're kind of in that golden age. I think 10 to 13, we're very, very lucky with that age. So I want to talk about what we have, kind of a process we've come up with, like how we're dealing with our kids' questions and anxiety. Because listen, there's a lot of questions and there's a lot of anxiety and we are staring down the barrel of a summer with no plans. <laughs> there's yeah. no summer camps. There's no, like, there's no big thing. And normally our summer is this. It's, a string of like summer camps or jump on your bikes and go down. They can, we live like a mile from these shops and stuff. Like, why don't you like ride, take your allowance and ride down and go buy yourself some lunch or go to a friend's house. And there's all these things that could just happen and make the summer. And it's not, there's a big question mark, like a big asterisk next to it. So, yeah, I mean, I think the camps are not happening, particularly the ones that are overnight, but then there's like, there's pools, community pools, public pools. Those were a big part of, Stress relief and entertainment for our kids. And what's going to happen with that? Right. No one knows. So, um, so the first thing, you know, because I love a list is, and we actually wrote a blog post on this, but, you know, we let them feel heard without minimizing what they're feeling. So my first instinct is to always say like, oh, but we should feel so lucky. We should feel, you know, so grateful that we have a roof over our head and that we're healthy. Like, let's feel grateful. Let's not feel sad. No, missing your school field day and missing your big drama performance that you've worked all year for, that is a big deal to a 10-year-old and to a 13-year-old. And they should feel disappointed and we should allow them to feel disappointed. And I think we've done a good job of that. Well, you've helped me with this. Because I've had to learn how to do this with you <laughs> because I'm the, the I'm, I'm, it's not about the nailing my kids. And so, let me explain that. Yes. Explain what that is. So when Kim tells me there's something wrong, I immediately try to fix it. <laughs> there is a skit on YouTube called it's not about the nail. We've brought it up here before, but there's this woman, she's like, there's this pressure and it's in my head. And I feel like I feel it all the time. And then the guy says, 
maybe if you took the nail out of your head and there's, if you look at her, she has a giant nail sticking out of her forehead and the woman looks at him and goes, it's not about the nail. It's not about the nail. Don't try to fix it. And, and she's like, my sweater snag. He's like, would you, nah. okay, that sucks. And the only way he solves it is by saying, wow, that must really suck. And so I've learned how to do that with you. Mm -hmm. And that's one level with kids. It's even harder. Like that took a little while to get used to because your job as a dad is a kid complains about something and you fix it, right? That's what you're supposed to do. That I, I got a splinter in my foot. Let me get it out. Right. I don't know how to do this homework. Let me help you out with it. I can't lift this. Let me lift it for you. I need a piggyback ride. Here's a piggyback ride. So, but in this season of their lives, it has been important for me to say, wow, that sucks to yeah. a kid. And I've never, I don't think I've ever done that in 13 years of parenting as much as I've done it in the last month. Yeah. And and it, it, and they do have a lot of questions. It's so funny because the answer almost daily is, you know what, babe? I don't know. This is my first pandemic, too. You and I are going through the same thing. We have the same questions. I don't know. I don't know when it's going to get better. So, But I think just ha letting them feel heard, it's opened up just... I feel like we're talking to them more because we're not trying to fix everything. We're just saying like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, you're right. That is so hard. And just validating that. The next is we're offering comfort and support in the way they need it. Like we're trying to meet them where they are. Sometimes for me, I know sometimes <laughs> there's just a lot of people in our house. It's just us. It's just the four of us. But sometimes I feel like there's a lot of people. Yeah. So sometimes getting being comforted is just and having an opportunity to be alone same for lola she works she needs when she needs some like comfort sometimes it's a hug sometimes it's that but sometimes it's saying no go go be alone like go for a walk by yourself go do that stuff like she went for a walk the other day i'm like oh i'll go with you and she's like well i'm like oh my gosh you're totally right you're supposed to, you need to go by yourself so um yeah, so just letting them kind of name how they need to be comforted. PC is a little bit more of a snuggler, so he'll come and sit on my lap and we'll snuggle. And um, not that Lola doesn't love hugs and attention, but she more what she needs now is more alone time because we are a lot. There's a lot of us in this house. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna just I need follow ups on this one, okay? Uh -huh. Because there are people out there, many people who get comfort from being the opposite of alone. Right. So hearing you say there's a lot of people in our house, there are not a lot of people. There's like four, there's a total of four people in our it house. It's like a the, lot. They're the same people I all know. the time. I know. So, and I agree with you. And I remember the conversation that you had with Lola and about the walk, but there's still some challenges because a large percent of the population get comfort from people beyond our house. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, and you can't do that. Yeah. It's trying to find comfort in the way you need. So I, I have in a way that it's, I need to say like, you're right. It sucks. I also have like when it seems appropriate, tried to schedule like zoom yeah. calls and zoom hangouts with friends. And, and we are like, we in our state, we're in phase one of lifting restrictions. So what we invited at Lola, um, she had a friend over in the backyard and they sat like 12 feet from each other. I think they were like, yeah, they overdid it. And they way which overdid it, which is fine. So we're starting that. But I have to say Lola was very, I think she had some anxiety about it because it was the first time she'd seen anybody. Mm -hmm. And she was really worried about it. She was really anxious. And I said, are you, are you kind of, feeling a little anxious like you're not going to remember how to socialize and she's like yeah i kind of am and it's just something we have to deal with because there's not another way to do it right 
So there's not, and it's not natural for kids. Like their their comfort zone is school, right? You're in a room with. 20 other people and you're able to feed off of all of their energy and you're able to pick and choose what you want to do. And it does feel like we're trying to arrange a marriage when we, when we try to set mm-hmm. our kids up with another kid. But I mean, what's happening is we're, we're finding families and people who have similar sensibilities to us who are going to take social distancing as seriously as we do. And so by having that kind of like arranged setup and saying, Hey, why don't you spend some time with this person? They're probably not enjoying it as much as they would if they were going to a dance with all these kids or if they were going to camp together. And, and that's a challenge. Yeah. And I would say it's probably not ideal for somebody who is part of like an online wellness course. But we have been offering comfort in like we order way more pizza than we ever did before. <laughs> yeah. Lola wanted to. She's such an amazing baker. And so she wanted to make. Um, these chocolate chip cookies. Oh, but we got to get them out of the house. Oh, we got to get them out of the guys, house. If Jesus, you, take if it. you live near us. Come get these. She took these flips pretzels, which are like the chocolate covered pretzels that are delicious, and she made chocolate chip like a traditional chocolate chip cookie, and then took a cup of the the flips pretzels, like all the different flavors, chopped them up, put them in the dough, and then on top, and it was like salty, crunchy, chocolatey. Jesus take the cookies because I had 47 <laughs> of them. So, but we're that's not something we would allow, not not that we would allow, but we would encourage to happen, but now she's baking a lot more. So like we're just we are really drowning some emotions in food in a way we didn't before, <laughs> but <laughs> But we're walking 9 million hours a day. Yeah, we are. There's so much walking, even with our kids now. I know. I'm like, what are we going to do? Well, it's been an hour. Let's go for another walk. Let's go for another walk. Let's go for another walk. Um, By the way, can we tell a really funny story? We went on a walk the other day, and this man who has lived in our neighborhood has the most amazing landscaping I've ever seen. And so we were having a conversation from across the street because I just said he was outside. I'm like, can I please compliment you on your landscaping? It's so gorgeous. It always looks so good. He's like, oh, well, I'm retired and I'm retired. I don't have anything else to do. Oh, what'd you do? I was a doctor. And I looked at him. I'm like, oh my gosh, you delivered my baby. He was the doctor that delivered Penn Charles. Isn't that sweet? He's like, I did it go well. I'm like, he's around here somewhere. So yes. And then we started talking because he was apparently really good at giving circumcisions. (laughs) No, no, because Penn Charles's first checkup, I was in the room and the nurse was like, well, let me check everything down there. Oh, yeah, you had Dr. Hendo, didn't you? We're like, what do you mean? Like, oh, his circumcisions are the best. I'm like, so you can look at my son's genitals and know. And then I'm like, man, I'm glad I didn't get the other doctors. Because... I was going to tell that part of the story, but yes. Shouldn't we, they all be fairly uniform? Anyway, so we well done, doctor. Henderson. I don't want to give him away, but well, I just did. Okay. Um, <laughs> he also, by the way, he's in his fifties or sixties. I can't remember. Probably sixties. And he's kite surfing. Like that's how I he's know. getting through this whole thing. That sounds awesome. Yeah, that's I know. very. Cool. I, it's, it's goals right there. Um, the next thing we're doing in a way that we have never done before is we're showing so much grace. I think our kids we we aren't like tiger parents at all in terms of. Like school, we're definitely, you need to try your best, but we know what their best is and we're, we have pretty high expectations for them. So we got, you know, an email alert like, hey, you know, one of your kids didn't turn in this assignment and in, and in a way that like before we would have said. Four alarm fire. What, what, what were you doing? What, yeah. what, da, 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 da. And 
There's which, usually a punishment attached to that one. Not that even a, no, I mean, a not, lecture, at least. A, a lecture, which is yeah. punishment. We don't like punish, but like, what were you thinking? And I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. We just got this email. What happened? And, you know, said child was like, oh, I have no idea. I guess I just didn't see it. I don't, I don't know. I'm like, girl, don't worry. I just not, I just said it was the girl. It was Lola. Mm-hmm. And she's, she's a very serious student, and she was harder on herself than I was. But I'm like, don't worry about it. It's fine. You're in seventh grade. I mean, you should do it if you feel like doing it, but like, come on. Yeah, I would love to know what's going on with other parents and if they have, I don't, I can't imagine anyone has tightened their grip oh my on, gosh. on academics, right? I, because to the point where we, I think we have another three weeks of school. I'm like, you, are you guys done? Because I'm done. We can be done <laughs> now, right? Down. Let's just shut it down in a not real responsible way but i'm like are you still doing this stuff oh <laughs> but i think that let I me mean, what's the what's gonna happen i just think that these <laughs> I, we need those three more weeks you know oh, why know. because know. guess what comes after those three weeks i don't know question mark i don't know nothing i know there's nothing i know that's that worries me and I, I would love to hear from you guys about what your plans are to keep these kids busy and I, I part of me like my 1980s mom mentality is like oh just figure it out yourself but i know what would happen to me if it was just figured out myself which is like i would just watch all of netflix and i think our kids are enough like me they're enough of a couch potato to not hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical. Medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Have I mean, if they don't have sports to go to, they don't have a camp to go to. There's not a shop they can walk to. There's bike rides, sure, but to where? Yeah. So, like, what we what are they gonna do? So we're looking at these list of things to do with our kids. And this is one thing I've been trying to do. And honestly, it gets me a little depressed, but I do it anyway. Anytime our kids do an activity or don't do an activity, I try to think back to one year ago today mm-hmm. and think about what were the things that they love to do. And then in like meta in the meta of it, why did they love doing them? Right. Mm-hmm. Our daughter didn't love tennis camp because she was playing tennis five hours a day. And because the food was so good, because it wasn't that mm-hmm. great. And tennis, after a while, gets old. She loved it because of the independence. Right. right. She loved it because she was away from us and she was able to grow on her own. And she loved it because of the friendships and the like the really like 
tight-knit friendships that she got that she couldn't necessarily get in the confines of school and certainly not in the confines of her home. So what we've got to do this summer and over the next several months is figure out how to get those things without the camp. How do we do that? I don't know. Yeah. How do we do that? I don't know. I want somebody really smart to tell me how to do that. And I mean, that's where we're going to have to show ourselves some grace and we're just going to have to relax the rules of. So what what what, what's the worst thing that could happen if they just played video games all summer? It's not that's not what's going to happen. But I, I think all if you look down the checklist of things that kept them busy, engaged in good humans last summer, it's just not there's none of those options. So, um, yeah. I, I don't know. And it's and I think one of our other things is we're <laughs> we take things one day at a time and because it changes so rapidly and what feels safe and, and all that. So we, we really are and that is so weird for me because if you're a regular listen listener to this podcast, you know how much I love planning five years ahead. I love to set a goal. Like what do we what do we say where do we see ourselves in ten years? Where is it in five years? Let's backtrack. Like let's let's set a goal. Let's work back. And it's so weird to look ahead and have nothing. Yeah. And that's not how my brain op like I love I love a goal. I love something on a calendar and I don't have any of that. And neither do our kids. It's a really weird feeling right now. Yeah sidebar here. Kim and I can be having a fantastic month relationship wise, financially wise, (laughs) business wise. And rather than enjoying that, and we actually talk about this in our book, there is something in Kim's head and I, I love her for it. Yeah, I like her for it. It's fine. It's okay. (laughs) Where she wants to have the, what are we doing five years from now conversation rather than enjoying, enjoying the now. And so I didn't even think about the correlation to that and what we've got now, which is no one knows what's five years from now. No one knows what the world's going to look like five weeks from now. So that must be tough for old forward thinking McGee over there. It is. And I, I really struggle with this anxiousness of just having to go. I don't, I'm not a, um, I'm not a flow goer. I don't go with the flow. (laughs) I like to create a flow. I like to follow the flow. I like to have a plan and I like to have a list and this is what I want to do. And now I am, I have no, it's a big question mark. And for people like you who could like kite surf on ambiguity and just go with the flow, this is, this is what you do. This is what you do for me. (laughs) By the way, after talking to the doctor, I'm like, honey, I'd like to leave for three days and go kite surfing. Yeah, there is a kite surfing. (laughs) They do one-on-one lessons for kite surfing for three days and it costs a lot. And it doesn't cost more than a car, but a bad car, crappy car. (laughs) It, um, which I'm a fan of, but I was like, dude, you can't leave for three days and go kite surfing without me. So I have to do it too. So that's the cost of a car if we both did it. And then it's, um, we can't do that. I know we can't do that. Well, so do you think maybe this will make you better at, uh, going with current flow? It is a daily exercise of going with the flow. And it's, it's not something that I come at easily because i like to have a plan because let's be let's do some truth talk we do we talk about this we have we have turned in a book to a publisher you guys huge and if here pro tip if you're going to write a marriage book and have the last two months of the work that you're supposed to do hardcore and you're doing it in quarantine with your actual husband that's a lot writing a marriage book in quarantine with your husband it was great i love you It, it was hard 
but I also think the book got better. Yeah. There was more stress. There was more, I mean, it, the boot camp continued. Yeah. Right. And we, we worked together all the time anyway, but I, we had to add some chapters. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And, and Cause one it's more about thing. fights that we have and Oh, here's a God, new one. We have a bunch of new ones. Um, but so part of what <laughs> was meant to happen for this, like not just the promotion of the book, but just kind of an extension of what our goals were was to go speak places and go give talks places and have a live show and have a live musical show. And like a lot of what our plans for 2020, 2020 and 2021 we're developing the live part of what we do because we love that we had a live podcast last year and it was the favorite my favorite thing we did last year yeah so so you take that off because i think it's going to be a while before we're doing big live events um it's like well i had a plan and now i just had to wipe it off and i listen let me I'm just going to do the thing I said I wasn't going to do, um, which is I know everybody has it worse. Like there's so many people who had to who've lost their livelihood. So us not being able to go on a book tour is not um, not going to break the bank. But it's but it, it looks very like our five year plan is very different now. Yeah. So. For I, you, it's, for you, you haven't even thought about it. For me, it's like, well, what do we do now? <laughs> yeah, I guess I just never thought anybody was going to sit around waiting for me to sign a book. That just, I just always, I thought there'd be a show. I mean, maybe not a book, but like there'd be a show. Yeah. I mean, the way that people consume entertainment is going to be different. I I watched an entire soccer game on Saturday morning because the German Bundesliga, here comes some for sports nerds. Germany was so far ahead of us in the management. And also they got it earlier. The uh, coronavirus that they are starting back their major uh, league. This is the equivalent of the U S having an NFL football game. Oh, wow. But, but with no fans. Right. That was the part about it. Like I watched it and it was a really exciting game. And, you know, sports is nothing without the people who consume it because that's what pays the ads. That's what pays the salaries of the people who are playing and also the fans in the seats. And it was they they scored a goal and you heard it was silence. <laughs> and in Europe, when you score a goal, people like light things on fire. They light things on fire and throw them on the field. Like the celebrations of goals in Europe are, like it's better than a touchdown. They go nuts and it was quiet and you saw people celebrate, but it was just weird. And it just made me think, okay, this is what the restart looks like. And it is going to be an adjustment across every single platform. It's going to be so hard. Uh, yeah, it's, so we're all adjusting and what that looks like. And it's weird for people like me who like a, who like a plan, but way to go full. You know what Kim just did there? She's like, how am I going to take pens ramblings and get this back on track with what we're talking about? Yes. And you did a good job. Thank you, honey. Um, something that we have done that we're back to our kids here, but it works for, it, it was working for the school year. I think we're going to have to redo it this summer is we're letting the kids set their own activity goals, uh, I view exercise as medicine for me. We are both very active people. The kids, by nature of just being in school, you're active. There's PE, there's running around, there's recess, and you don't have that. So we kind of let them design their own PE schedule. Of course, their school had recommendations that I think they just didn't even open what the PE teacher had to say. So for for Lola. <laughs> in, if, I feel like in that grade, they always have them hanging from a bar somehow. <laughs> no. Like the bar hanging. I think hang. there was actually some fun Zoom classes that are that, that the teachers being kind just made optional. Yeah. And I think our kids just 
optionaled out of that. Because okay. um, but Penn Charles decided he wanted to get better riding a bike. He wanted to um, run a faster mile. And so that like every single day he's got to do it. Like he has to do something active and like that's, and, but he designed it himself. Whereas Lola, like tennis is like a good social distancing. So I think Penn and Lola have been out um, playing tennis, I feel like five days a week. And that's like her PE. But over the summer, like we are going to have to set activity goals that sort of thing, but we've let them, we let them create them themselves. So we're going to have to do that again. And I mean, again, they're going to have to be sort of self-policed because we got work to do. I mean, this rambling podcast isn't going to record itself. No. Did you not like that? add on I did. I know. I like it. Okay. No, you're great. Um, yeah. So that's, I think I'd love to hear how your kids are hanging uh, with all this stuff. I I predict that our kids are actually doing better than we are as adults in terms of just the resiliency and um, and getting through this. But I think it's important to show them some grace too. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be interesting to see what they're what they get better at coming out of this. You know, what if, what if their fitness does increase because we gave them the independence to go out and like set those goals themselves instead of sticking them in classes and teams and stuff. Yeah. What if it is sad that there's not going to be, there's not going to be sports teams for a long time. No, we don't know. Depends. Depends on the sport. It really does. I also think our kids might be better at handling bad news and transitioning into stuff because they're, that's something that children have trouble with. They don't love bad news. And we always, you know, we have to sugarcoat it. Like we would have to sugarcoat it if a pizza place was closed before this. <laughs> like guys, I need you all to sit down. You know that pizza place you love? Well, there's a 90 minute wait and we're going to have to go to a different pizza place. And that would cause some drama. Now, like their lives are falling apart around them. And, you know, every day there's another piece of bad You're news. You're going to go to school on the ceiling right now. Seriously. I think, I wonder, this might be, that, that part might be good for them. You know, we can't really use the whole, in my day, we, you know, which we use all the time. Can I? We can, can't say that about ourselves. Okay. This is total random sidebar. Do you know what I would kind of want to do this summer? Uh, it, we have not discussed this. Go ahead. What if? Oh, God. This is like this no, is no, like when Kim starts talking like that, she knows I'm not going to like it. What if? <laughs> what if just for like, what if mm-hmm. we got an we rented an RV and we like went up and down a coast, the a coast, mm-hmm. like a coast, okay, probably the coast we live on right. because that's closer. Yeah, and we just parked it at different like places and had like a. RV and that way we're not doing like public bathrooms or hotels and we're just seeing we're sleeping in the RV yeah okay what do you think okay I have some follow-up questions okay you think you're going to like this oh no 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 no. well I don't know maybe the new Kim maybe the new Kim will like it so just a couple things about an RV uh, there's a traveling toilet in there. I know that which... n- needs to. Have you seen Christmas Vacation? Do you know what happens <laughs> when you use said facilities too much. You would be cousin Eddie, and you would empty it. Okay, so I. And by the way, I, I really don't mind doing that. I will take on that role. I will clean the bleeper when the bleeper is full. <laughs> Do you know what the sleeping arrangements are? In there's an RV? a bed, and then there's like a couch that the kids could sleep on, or Do you pull it out, or Do something. you think there's a separator? In those, there's a door of the of the the room. Okay, right? Yeah, right. Sure, sounds good. What if 
And then what if we loved it so much we became those people that lived and like just went all around the country and we like homeschooled our kids and right. yeah. Yeah. So the things that you don't like <laughs> are sleeping near other people. I know. Public bathrooms, no. small, uncomfortable bathrooms no, that smell a, bad. Well, I mean, um, I'm just, I'm not I'm, talking for like two months. I'm right. talking about what if two oh, weeks? Gosh, hey, look, I'm, I'm okay with this. I would love to drive to the Grand Canyon with you guys. I would love to drive a Winnebago. Like that would be awesome for me. I want to be, I think you have to get a special license or something for it. I would hit at least four cars while we're driving. Oh yeah. But that's okay. You know, that's what insurance is for. <laughs> this is just weird. Cause I think I'd be more excited about it than anyone. I don't know that Lola's going to be like, Hmm, you want, you want to, Oh, our kids are going to hate it. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm done with that. Like we put the bikes on the back. Right. And yeah. then we, and we go, we go see, right? Okay, I want people to tell me why this is a good idea or a bad idea. I mean, the other thing is we need to go up, right? That's the rule. You go, you chase the seasons up. So we need to get up to like Maine and right. Canada. <gasps> what if we can? I think Canada's closer borders to us, by the way. I'm shocked that this is your suggestion. Just stunned. Right? Don't you think this would be fun? Yes, I do. But you're going to regret it after the first day. Like farts don't just make their way out of a Winnebago. <laughs> it's worse than an airplane. They stay in there forever. Oh my gosh. We did it. We did a Winnebago for our acapella. <laughs> this is so lame. For when I was in an acapella group, we we rented a Winnebago and we drove up the. But that was like twelve to- smelly guys. Yeah. And I liked it. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I was fine with it. But any girl. Who would have like that? We would stop at these places and the like at girls' schools. They'd be like, "Let me tell, let me see where your oh, van is." Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it, I mean, it, really. And that was the end of the conversation because they would go in there and it smelled like eighteen-year-old bo farts poop, and none of us knew how to change the toilet, the bleeper cleaner. Yeah, it was it was a six-day disaster. But now you're oh, no, so what? Okay, I want everybody to chime in about why this is the great idea. Mm-hmm. I, I specifically want you to tell me it's a great idea. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. I'm, I'm on board for it. Okay, we're at 30 minutes, which is more than I thought we'd get out of this podcast. Oh, <laughs> you didn't even know what it was about. I know. Well, we miss you guys. Thanks for understanding about how, where our random posting schedule. We used to be very religious about our posting, and now it's it's our it's still our very favorite thing to do, but and we're going to get back to it. But, you know, pandemic. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to we're going to show ourselves some grace. So, thank you. Yeah, people seem to be taking content in, in more snackable sizes yeah. during the pandemic. And we, we so. have been, we have turned up the old video production. So, yeah. um, cool. Anyway, love you guys. Oh, oh, them. Yes, we do love you guys. And I love you. I love you too, babe. Can't, like, can't wait to get the Winnebago. Oh I'm going to look it up right now. I mean, I, we should, I feel I like we should re- record our kids reactions. When you're going to regret this for the rest of your life. It's going to be awesome for me. It'd be so much fun. Okay, let's do it. We're going to be those t- that type of family. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.